What's up, Abundant Babe? I'm so glad you found your way here. You're in the right place for the highest of vibes, the silliest of laughs, and the best of the bunch. All things related to spiritual entrepreneurship and creating holistic success. This is your host, Viola Hug, a coach for women who desire to have it all, alignment, wealth, impact, and joy. Come find me at Viola Hug on Instagram, join my free Abundant Babes group on Facebook, or grab a copy of my best-selling book, You Are an Abundant Babe, on Amazon. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Abundant Babes podcast. Thank you for joining me. I am here today with a guest speaker, so I'm very excited, as usual, to get into this conversation. Um, we've already been having like such a fun conversation before I even started recording, and I was like, okay, we should probably start recording because I'm. I feel like we could talk for ages, so we're off to a really good start. <laughs> but I want to welcome Lauren to the podcast. Hi, Lauren. Hello, hello. Hi, hi, hi. So Lauren is a quantum power and leadership coach, which sounds so badass, if I can say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a conscious mother, partner, speaker, and podcast host of Unapologetically Divine. And um, we're going to talk about so many fun things today. Um, on a more like personal note, like where are you based, Lauren? Like where's home so, for you? Yeah, so I was actually born and raised in Tampa. And then around like age, I'm almost 30. That breaks my heart to say a little bit. And I turned 30 in June. Um, but about four years ago, my partner and I, we moved out to Denver, um, oh, kind nice. of like on a whim. Yeah. We were just like, our souls were craving the mountains. Um, and then it's almost like a year and a half ago, we moved back to the Tampa Bay area because yeah. we got pregnant and all my family's here. So we are now living in Clearwater. Um, which we love. We still miss the mountains, but we also like really love the water and the beachy vibes. So yeah. 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 I feel that. I feel like there's like, I'm like such an earth lover and there's mm-hmm. so many places like people are like, Oh, where's your ideal like place to live? And I'm like, somewhere with trees, somewhere with mountains, somewhere with beach, somewhere with, and people are like, mm, does that place exist oh. in one place? I'm like, I don't think so. Like, not that I've found yet. I think California a little bit, but. Oh, California is like one of my favorite places in the world. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I feel like that's Cali vibes for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. If only I could live in the States. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a good holiday destination too, though. Oh, I um, love it before we like dive into more of the of your story which I'm excited to hear more about um why don't you share your Instagram so people can look you up while we while we speak I love that you do this okay so my Instagram is at laurenmegan.co amazing and then that's in the show notes if you need any um help finding that but let's hear your story Lauren like so I mean you've lived in these couple of places but like how did you get into the work that you do um like what's your vibe let's hear it Okay, so I feel like my story can be somewhat extensive. Um, So I guess I went to university um, for political science and history, and I like started really diving into the 1960s counterculture and like that spiritual awakening that happened in the 60s. And I had like a very clear path where I was going to get my bachelor's degree, go to law school, and like do the whole corporate like ideal life, what we're spoon fed basically from a young age. And I took this one class in college and it kind of like transformed my way of thinking. 
um, where I was kind of like, F the system, and I'm going to do things my way. So after college, I really like bounced around. I did actually end up getting a corporate job um, as a recruiter for a very large company, and I absolutely hated it. I found myself like crying in the bathroom, just like so miserable only Mm -hmm. after a few months. I was just like, there's no way I can continue down this path. So I wrote a note to my boyfriend and I was just like, I'm quitting my job. I'll figure it out. Um, and I love that. I, and I did. Um, but I started working at like this, um, this holistic food store, like this holistic food and supplement store. Mm-hmm. And this was like really the entryway to like all the spirituality and the woo because um, I feel like like you say, it's multidimensional, right? So like people like were really into crystals and meditation and like they were talking about like um, levitating and all these things I was never really um, aware of at the time because I was raised very structured. I was raised from like a Catholic background. Um, Mm -hmm. So this was all new to me. So that really like opened up my doors. I got really big into yoga and um, I decided I wanted to be like a health and wellness coach. Like, mm-hmm. even though I loved all the woo, it was so much easier for me to like go down the path of like health and fitness. So I joined a network marketing company, um, when we were actually out in Denver and it was good, but it wasn't my passion. Like I loved working out for me, but I didn't necessarily like love teaching people or there was like always mm-hmm. a Connect, I guess would be the best way to say like there's such a huge disconnect um, as much as I like honor the body and like that physical body my soul was really calling me to the spiritual but I wanted to hide like I really wanted to almost like shut that away like I wasn't ready to share that especially on social media right um, so I kind of this like my story I'm a manifesting generator so I like bounce right so like yeah. I was a health and fitness coach out in Denver and I was doing pretty well and I had clients and then I was presented the opportunity to join a major U.S. airline um, and be a flight attendant. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to travel the world and have my own business and it's going to be really amazing. Mm -hmm. And um, a month into training, it was like a two-month intensive training process. Justin and I found out that we were pregnant and I was super sick. Like we talked about, like I was physically sick. I was really scared. Like I didn't plan to be pregnant. I didn't necessarily Mm -hmm. like want to be pregnant. So there was that aspect of it. Um, And I decided to fly back home from, um, from Atlanta to Denver and leave training. And my business like was in shambles. <laughs> I like didn't have any clients at the time. And I honestly, I didn't want to go back to health and fitness. So I took some time um, in between morning sickness and like being sick and pregnant. <laughs> I, like, really, Yeah, I like really dove into myself. I really dove into like my own spiritual practice. Yeah. I read The Universe Has Your Back and that like totally shifted. It's funny because I had that book on my shelf for like a year and then I finally yeah. opened it up and, you know, it's like one of those things, like whenever you're ready, you'll read what you need to read. So I read it and I was just like, okay, I'm in complete control right now. Like I get to control what's happening in my life. So, mm-hmm. um, that summer we decided to move back to Tampa and it was kind of a decision I made 
um, really without like Justin, like there is definitely, we've been together for almost a decade and really during my pregnancy, it was like such a huge test on our relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, and I basically made the decision that we were going to move back to Tampa to be closer to my family and that I was going to like figure out this coaching business and I was going to like do this in a way that I've never done before. So I started investing masterminds and coaches and all the things. And I came out of this spiritual closet and I launched like my first group coaching program on spirituality and business signed my first client like when I was like seven months pregnant. I think I signed another client. Like I signed, I think it was like my third or fourth client um, the day I went into labor. Wow. Yeah. I have to ask, like I just, out of curiosity, because obviously I'm pregnant with my first and I have, I have tons of amazing friends who run incredible businesses through their pregnancy and stuff, but it's also interesting now to me, now that I'm about to have a baby, to ask like, how, how did you navigate that with your pregnancy and stuff? Did you find that you needed some time off? Did you find that you were just like really excited to do the work? Like, what was it like for you, that experience of like running your business while just like literally giving birth? So I tell my clients this all the time, cause I do work a lot with mothers. Yeah. Um, And what I have found is like that period, and you'll find this too, like your third trimester, you have your energy, you're like in this co-creative energy. And I have like witnessed this with my clients, other moms that I know in um, our industry, and even with myself, like I was on fire right before I gave birth to the baby, like so much magnetism. Do you also know your um, baby's human design? Yeah, she's a Manny Jen. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she's, it's like double the energy basically. Yeah, for sure. So she's a mani gem like through and through. She's already done with two naps a day. It's crazy. And what's, um, what's your partner? He's a projector. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Fun combo yeah. there. So what I do for him, just like a little side note, cause this could be really expansive for any projectors in a house full of mani gens. Like he is so, um, like he works a nine to five and that depletes him. So what I do with him is I allow him space to like get out of the house at the like some nights um, so that he can like he'll go and hit golf balls or like just empty out because mm-hmm. otherwise like he's working and then he comes home and he's like we're two balls of energy and yeah. like I can just notice especially now like knowing about human design like I can just notice and be like okay like you're feeling depleted right now you need to go empty out a little bit yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. for sure like my both my parents are many gens and then all of my siblings are non-sacrals so like mm. I'm a manifester my sister's a manifester my other sister's a projector um and my husband's a projector as well uh so like I I'm like totally I totally get that space that need for space and it's it's so good when the many gens in your life get it yeah it's, it's so a- good no, like totally it's so important I teach human design a lot like with mm-hmm. the women I work with and yeah. I just I think it's like another tool you can use. Like it's such a great way to learn how to like navigate parenting and like navigate like your clients and how, like how you show up. I love it. Me too. Yeah. Okay. So little Manny Jen. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I know. Yeah. So I gave birth to Elliot and I would say like, you know, just to kind of like go back to your question, even mm-hmm. I gave birth to Elliot on November 21st, 2018. Um, so it's been about a year now. Mm-hmm. And like that whole, that's a whole on their transition of like stepping into motherhood. 
Um, and I'm like a very hands-on mom. I still nurse her, not saying like nursing's better than, um, than formula. It's just very demanding. It's like a full-time job, especially those first three months you're like on all the time. Um, so, but I kept running my business. Like I just saw this vision and I just had like so much drive. So I was taking client calls with like a baby on my boob. I was like, I was just making it work. I'm super fortunate. Like my mom, um, comes and helps three days a week. So she's Mm -hmm. able to like really help with the baby and give me the space to like do this, take interviews and get on calls and all the things. But really it's, um, it's a tough road that first year to like navigate. I mean, it's so possible, but there's so many lessons, like lessons in surrendering, lessons in trusting like yourself more than anyone else. Because as a mom, like you just know, like, you know, when something's off, you know, when something's right. And I would say like this past year or so has been like such a beautiful lesson and just like trusting yourself And that corresponds like with my business, right? Like everything that I do now, and I've stepped into this, especially recently, like I've kind of stepped away from, um, this isn't like the best marketing strategy, but it's like, I've stepped away from like working with all these coaches because I was looking at like the coaches, people in my mastermind to like validate what I was doing. And then I like had a divine download. I kept sitting in meditation and it kept coming to me, like, just trust yourself, just like block out all the noise and put your blinders on, share your message and then like serve from a high space and then watch the magic happen. And it's been like really beautiful. I have to say something on that note, because this is something that I think is like, I love social media, obviously. And I love, um, all the beautiful people out there in the world. And I like, um, and I'm really, really fortunate for the way that I'm coached. And I really love the way that I coach for this particular reason. But it's like, um, I believe that we have such a unique set of magic. And that's actually like 100% our superpower. Mm-hmm. And the biggest problem is, is that with so much amazing content and so many other amazing people in our circles all the time, it's so easy to be like, oh, they just launched that thing. Maybe I should launch something like that. Or they oh, they wrote that post and they wrote it so much better than my post for a similar thing. Or, you know, like we get into this space where we're having like, yeah, comparison or um, even like, yeah, I guess it would still fall under comparison, but it's like kind of like really looking at what you're doing based on what other people are doing. And um, so for anyone who does know human design, who's listening, I know anyone who doesn't know human design is like, I need to find out about this ASAP. I hope that's what you're (laughs) thinking anyway. If you have an open head center in human design, like especially, which is a huge portion of the population, like you're constantly being inspired by other people. And although that's really great, like it's great when it's in a non-specific um, way. So for example, if you're like in a really high vibe location, like a really high vibe cafe or something, and there's plenty of people working around you, that inspiration is really going to serve you. But when it's inspiration off, like where you see someone specifically doing something, it's actually going to like make you inspired about maybe what they're doing and distract you from what might be actually intuitively trying to come through for you. So like I do this thing, if ever I'm in a space where I'm noticing my creativity, like not flowing as much, or I'm like looking at everyone else's stuff where I do like the unfollow thing, like on Facebook, I do snooze for 30 days Mm -hmm. (laughs) to everyone who does something similar to me. And I just get like super creative because I know that if I'm like writing from what is genuinely flowing through me versus what I think what I'm inspired about because I saw someone else talking about it 
the content so much more powerful. Well, it's like, and I, and it, sorry, that's my dog. <laughs> um, I teach this so much is it's like, I think he's sneezing or who knows. Um, like it's your authentic truth. Like your message is your message. And I have an open head centered too. And I've had to learn this and I do like the mute on Instagram, even if I love you, like I have so many friends and like yeah. mentors that I love in this space but again it's like is this is this lighting me up because it's like my soul's purpose and my soul's calling or is it because it's like um i want to do what everyone else is doing and i've seen this like with courses like the same course being launched by like 15 different coaches i'm just like okay babes like let's just do something original like what's actually lighting you up but then i see like if my clients are doing that like they're going to get really disappointed with the results if it's not there. So what's yours, you know, and I've stepped into this space. I did like a week and a half around Thanksgiving of like a social media detox, which I haven't done in like over a year. And I just deleted all my apps. I muted everyone when I came back and I just like got into my clarity, what my soul's here to do, what my mission is, how I'm supposed to serve. Cause at the end of the day, that's like the overarching, um, purpose for each of us is service. You know, if you don't have service around your business, if you're not there to like really, um, light people up and teach them, then I don't know, you might make really good money, but eventually it's going to like deflate, I feel like. So mm -hmm. having that consciousness around your business, but I took some time off and then like, I can't like about like four days into the time off, like all these downloads started flooding in mm -hmm. and like all this information, I was just like, holy crap, like what is happening right now? And it hasn't stopped because I'm, I'm so rigid with social media. Like I have a timer on my phone after nine o'clock, like it's blocked on my phone until 7am the next day, like after I do my morning ritual. And I'm just like, I think it turns off after an hour and a half of being on social media, it like literally shuts off and I have to only allow myself 15 minutes. So I'll just respond to messages or whatever, but I stop the scroll. I stop the comparison. I just stay in my lane. Um, and I feel like that's so important, you know, because like you said, it's like, we're taking in so much and it's beautiful stuff. It's amazing content, but is it really ours? You know, mm -hmm. is it really like what we're supposed to be sharing? Because mm -hmm. every one of us has such a unique purpose and we mm -hmm. all have a different message and our own gifts. And when we block that and we're not sharing that, then the universe is a little out of whack. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. I love it. That's so cool. So then, um, so you started your business like, um, last year, is that right? Yeah. yeah. When, you were, when you were pregnant and um i know you do like a lot of work around like you use the term conscious mothers can you like explain what that means like what is it what's the definition of that in your terms so in my terms um so mothering to me is really it's really the act of like giving yourself but not giving all of yourself right like as mothers we give 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 so much and a lot of times that can come from a very empty cup so this conscious piece is varying is being really aware of ourselves and our energy levels which is why i love like astrology and human design and i love teaching about that because that really teaches you like how to harness your energy best um but 
there's also this element of like knowing yourself so that in healing yourself and going on the spiritual journey for you so that in return as a mother, you can show up from the highest space possible. Um, Cause I was a nanny for five years before I got pregnant and I really got to witness um, amazing moms that were doing great things, but their kids were picking up on their energy and their unhealed trauma or their unhealed like emotional um, I guess it would be trauma still, you know, trauma is different for everyone. There's different levels of trauma. So I don't mean like your trauma has to be like your mother passed away at a young age or something like that. Like every, a trauma could simply be a heartbreak at 16, right? Like everyone's trauma mm-hmm. is different, but if and we don't- even, even trauma, like sometimes can be like, because when you're a child, your mind's so simple. And it's like, if you get told no, and it's like the wrong tone or you just don't understand why it's no, like that can like yeah. layer itself onto things that cause like a specific perspective in your mind, you know, like, yeah, there's so many things. <laughs> yeah. Like that subconscious, like I'm so aware with Elliot and this is like, this goes back to like the conscious mothering. Like I am so aware with Elliot, my daughter, like what I'm saying to her, how I'm speaking to her, how I'm acting around her, you know, that's not to say like every day I'm just like in the best mood. I'm a human being. I, I'm an emotional authority, like my emotion and I'm a Gemini with the Scorpio moon. So I'm like an emotional train wreck 90% of the time. Um, but it's being like, I'm aware of that, right? Like I'm so aware of that. Yeah. And then I know how to like harness that energy and be like, okay, this is what's happening right now. I take inventory and it's also I can show up better for her because like you said, like these subconscious patternings that we picked up on, um, usually from zero to seven, that's like the most predominant years. Like those are still sticking with us right now. As I'm about to turn 30, like those patterns, I mean, I've done a lot of inner work, so I've cha- I've shifted them, but they're still there and I'm still working through them. So to me, like the conscious mothering is, is healing yourself, being aware of your own energy and then harnessing that. Mm-hmm. Have you read The Conscious Parent? Yeah. Or listened to it? Yeah, that one's so good. Like that's yeah. so a lot of what you're talking about. Um, my husband and I are listening to it right now and we're like, yes. Like, yeah, it's... Um, I'm recommending it to everyone. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I love that book. And um, it's funny because like a lot of people, they don't understand it. You know, like yeah. my parents and maybe your parents as well, like they weren't taught to like heal themselves or change their subconscious patterning or like do inner child work or shadow work or any of that stuff. Like they were just doing the best that they can. And luckily for us, like, again, going back to the internet, like we have the ability to really like information's at our fingertips right now. So we can use that to our advantage. Right. And we can be like, okay, what's shifting? Like, how can I like be a more present mother? How can I really show up for her? Um, and that's just simply what we're doing. Exactly. And I think that, um, my personal belief as well is that in business, like it's the same kind of work though, because, um, what's so interesting is I feel like so many people focus on what they need to do in their business, what they need to shift in their business, what they like, what the strategy is. I don't know. Like there's so many things on the surface level that seem like the most important thing. You know, like, it's like, it kind of like, logically, it's like, oh, if I want to start a business, I need to know the ins and outs of running a business, or I need to know, you know, how to launch a program or whatever. But the, the, the fact is, is that although those things, there's still aspects of that that obviously come into play. 
if we're consistently working um, and we're like busying ourselves consistently with that work and we're never turning internally, like we're never ever going to reach the potential that we could reach and we're not going to serve people to the level we can serve people either because we're always going to have our stuff. You know, and I think back even of like some of my, my examples, like when you were just talking about like the coaching, for example, like when I came into like the coaching world at first, um, and I mean, sometimes when you see, hear things in hindsight, it sounds like really rough, but you know that it's always coming from like a really loving perspective. Like you always had the best intentions, but like my understanding of like leadership and coaches was that they would like tell me what to do and it would be like, they guide me and show me. And versus now, like what I've really come to find is that a huge part of that was also because I expected that I would feel more fulfilled if I could tell someone the right answer. Like, you know, like if I could get on a coaching call and someone would be like, how do I do this? And I'm like, here you go. And then it would be like, I fixed the problem. And that's a very like, one, it's a very masculine way of looking at things. It's, but not that there's anything wrong. We need both masculine and feminine energy, but it's still like, um, it's not, actually um allowing people to step into their better version of themselves right and then there's this beauty in being able to lean back a little bit and letting people come up with things themselves and then just like kind of like shining the mirror back at them and letting them see like yeah this is great but let's take this as a layer deeper like what's the deeper layer here right and it's like so incredibly powerful And I feel like it's almost like I describe it in a very simple way, but it's like the less I feel like I need to do as a coach, the less I need to like show up as a particular thing in my coaching, the more powerful it actually is. You know, it's so funny. This is so aligned because I like had a download while I was getting ready. And like every time I'm getting ready, like I have all the content like downloads. So I'm typing in my notes. And what came to me was like, your coach is not your guru. And it's exactly point like as coaches like I'm not your guru I'm here to mirror back to you what it is that you're reflecting on to me I'm mm-hmm. here to ask you really deep questions that you aren't asking yourself but yeah. essentially like you know the way you know the answers you have everything inside of you but there's something stopping you from living that truth right there's something stopping you so what's the work that we need to do right what do we right. need to heal mm-hmm. um and mothering and business and like entrepreneurship, they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And like I always say to the women I work with, like how you show up for one thing is how you show up for everything. How you're showing up in your marriage or your relationship is how you're showing up for your children. It's how you're showing up in your business. It's how you're showing up like in friendships and social gatherings. Like all those things are connected. So mm-hmm. as you heal like one aspect of yourself, you're healing all these other elements. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and definitely think as well, like, sorry to butt in, I just like, it's definitely the conscious mothering though, yes, because yeah. there's also like, cause you know, mothering, it's just like, are you okay, honey? Can I get you? <laughs> like, you know, I, I was just thinking about that because my coach talks about that a lot as well as like that, that mothering slash smothering energy that we have. Yeah. It's like totally different. Like stepping into the conscious side of it though, is understanding the power that each individual holds and kind of just being there to support that best and making sure our shit isn't like getting yeah. you're not a martyr like martyr syndrome is such a low vibration like if we're talking about the energetics like yeah. martyrs and martyrism and that that energy is so light, low vibration what's really high vibration is showing up from a space of love and compassion and like allowing like 
so Elliot's at this, like, she's trying to learn how to walk, but she's not really into it, right? And everyone's asking me, like, when is she going to learn how to walk? When, like, Justin's family, every time they call or, like, FaceTime us, they're like, is she walking yet? And her, his mom bought, like, all these walkers for her. And, like, she's just, like, she's not interested. Like, she does, she can't, she could care less. And I'm, like, the mom that's, like, when she's ready to walk, she's going to walk, you know? I don't care yeah. if it's at 18 months or 15, at 15 months, like, whatever. Um, but it's, like, allowing that space for children to become who they are. Like, I know as a manifesting generator, she's going to have a lot of, like, trial and error in her life. She's going to start one thing and stop one thing, like, and I have to allow her that space mm -hmm. so she can figure out what her purpose is. But yeah. I always tell parents, you are not an authority over your child. You're in a partner with your child right and conscious parenting talks about that like it's a partnership with your children you're not here to control them you're not here to manipulate them you're here to be their partner until they get to a certain age because at a certain age they'll make decisions for themselves mm -hmm. they'll be out in the world and at that point like you just have to hope to whatever god source universe energy that you did okay and the way that you do okay with it is like allow them the space to just be them, like allow them the opportunity to figure out like what works for them and what doesn't, mm -hmm. you know? The cool thing about the partnership as well is that when you're really truly in a partnership, you both have space to grow. You know yes. what I mean? Like, because they have space to really figure out who they are and you are like, because the truth is, is that a lot of that can be triggering to a lot of the, the parents' subconsciousness, right? Like yeah. to us, it's like, it sometimes can be, and especially if our child is very different than us or has different, like values, different things, like maybe academics was important to us growing up, but it's not at all to them, like music's important to them or whatever. Like we have to like sometimes be in this space where we're like, how can we be a partner in this? And it allows both to grow. And then at the end of the day, like my thing is always like, I really believe that souls choose their parents. So yeah. Mm -hmm. whatever we mess up is like part of what they're meant to go through to learn in their life anyway. So it's fine. No, it's totally true. It's funny because like um, I had an astrology reading and like part of my karma is like healing like a mother wound and like I love my mom, but we do like she's a Virgo and I'm a Gemini. So there's just like we totally have a different way of thinking. I'm very yeah. fluid and flexible and she's like, how is it all going to work out? I'm just like, mom, it's fine. Like we'll just figure it out as we go. So it's a little bit of a tougher to navigate it especially because like she's very much present in Elliot's life, which I love. Um, but what I learned from this astrology reading is like, it's, it's something that I need to heal in this lifetime and like I'm healing it right now. So then that way, like Elliot has like that clear space. Um, but it's so funny, like when we really step into like owning ourselves as mothers, owning ourselves as entrepreneurs and just like coming from the space of service, because even as a mother, like you still serve your child, right? Like your child did choose you for a very specific reason. Um, and that's like a whole other thing. Rebecca Campbell talks a lot about this. Um, but you know, like I know Elliot chose me. I don't know what lesson she needs to learn from me just yet, but I hope it's like, like, I just pray that it's just like, I just need to show her all the spiritual things and all the tools and all these other things. Cause she's going to do really big things in the world. And she's super empathic and really intuitive already. It's crazy. That's so cool. I really, really love that. Oh, it's one eleven here. 11 <laughs> seconds. 
Bananas. Wait, are you I'm in here. ESD now? Yeah, I am. <laughs> cool. <laughs> hey, angels. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Amazing. So, um, in terms of like the the people that you guide or um, work with, like, what do you feel like is if you were to like give um, like on reflection of the work that you do, give it some like advice or tip or deeper understanding to the audience listening right now who maybe is um, really wanting to to work a little bit more on, on creating consciousness, whether it be through um, like being a parent or whether it be through. Um, their business and just like even their self-development and their self-growth so that they can like tap into that power that they have a little bit more like is there anything that you feel like is like the I don't know if it's like maybe the most important thing but like where where can people like start with this or what's an important thing for them to be aware of to really step into this work so two things are coming to mind. The first thing is just what you said, awareness. Awareness is the first step to anything. If you want to make any transformation or if you want to make any sort of shift, you have to first be open to being aware of what's happening like in front of you or what, what the patterns are, where, you, where you're not showing up and how to shift that, right? Um, so I always, I always, whenever I work with my clients, it's really creating clarity and awareness of what's happening right now without judgment, without shame, without guilt, like removing that. And then the next thing is like self-worth. The number one thing that stops anyone, I feel like, is this feeling that we're not worthy enough or we're not enough in general to do the things that we're wanting to do, right? And it comes back to um, to mothering, to entrepreneurship. I work a lot with like light leaders. So women that are healers or Reiki masters or astrologers or like whatever it is, they're, they have like more of a spiritual business. Um, some are coaches, but more so it's like they're on like this deep like spiritual journey and like I kind of help guide them and coach them and release blocks so that they can open up the portals so that they can receive like the divine downloads and the next steps and all these things. Um, so yeah, I would say awareness and then the self-worth aspect is like owning why you're here because so many, so many of us, and I was like this for such a long time, like I didn't feel worthy enough to share any of my spiritual gifts. I knew from a young age that I was super empathic. I knew that I was like really intuitive. And then like I started going down this path of like spirituality and like I used to serve tables when I was in college and I always had like crystals in my pockets and I was just, and like people knew me for that. Right. And I went through a really hippie phase where like mm. I didn't wear any makeup. I didn't get my hair done. And like people knew me, I was vegan for a year. Like I've had all these phases that brought me here. Um, but I wanted to hide that so much. Like there was so much shame around that. So mm. it's removing that and just saying like, I, like I chose this, I chose. And like, what are you interested in? Like what lights you up? And like, you can create anything around that. You can create any service around what it is. Like literally what we do is create businesses out of thin air. Mm-hmm. right? Like that's literally what we do. We create businesses so cool. out of our experiences and what lights us up. And it's the coolest thing in the world. Um, but there's so many people still out there that like they want to do it, but they just like, they don't have that internal power, right? Like, mm-hmm. and it's, and it comes from women. I feel like it comes from like 
our our um our sacral medicine is nine cents from like the traditional chakra sense like that mm-hmm. co-creative power from our um sacral chakra but that's really like where our power comes from as women so really oh, igniting yeah. that power like that's where we create life that's like really where we receive pleasure you know so like igniting that power and allowing everything to come from that Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I love what you said, like, um, this whole piece is all around, um, owning really what we're here to do because one, it's like, I totally resonate because I, I mean, I feel like so many beliefs that come in layers, you know, like you heal it and then you grow and then there's a new layer to heal and it's like, Oh, great. <laughs> and yeah. I like recently had another layer of not good enough show up for me. And I was like, Oh, really? And then I'm like, okay. And then I started like paying attention to where it was showing up in my life. And I'm like, oh shit. Like it's actually showing up in a lot of places that I wasn't expecting, you know, like even things like feeling like, oh, like it's not good enough. Like I didn't, there's not enough people in my programs or I didn't make enough, even though like, I'm not even joking. Like what I made in the first like three days of this month, I didn't even make one year ago in a month. (laughs) Right. It's like insane, the growth, but my like mind was trying to rob me from that. And so it was like really interesting to navigate through that. But so, I mean, I totally relate to that belief. I know it's like, it, I know it's a hard one, but my honest, like true, true, true feeling is that once we know a belief that's holding us back, or once we can see how it's showing up in our life, we can transmute it as easy as choosing a new thought in the moment. Like it doesn't always take like deep, deep work to overcome these things. It takes deep awareness and it might be painful and it might hurt our ego and it might be scary, but it doesn't actually take a lot. Like it's almost like as simple as making the decision you want a new belief, like you can heal and transmute a belief like that. And so it's like wild that so many people think that they're not worthy when if you think about it, like our soul is just like, cool. I'm like limitless, amazing, abundant, like all these cool things. Let's have this awesome human experience and like come to the realization of what we're capable of in this experience of polarity. And you're literally born with like the blueprint with your soul already knowing the path, already knowing what you're capable of. And then we're like, yeah, but what if I'm not? And it's like, no, stop. There's no what if you're not because you're meant for it. Like that's literally why you're here on earth is to pursue what you're meant to pursue and you know what you're meant to pursue by what lights you up, by what you get excited about, by what you desire, because that's kind of how our soul whispers to us, I always imagine. Um, And so it's like kind of crazy people feel that. Um, And then the ownership part though is so, so great that you said that because in my experience, like it doesn't even matter. Like if you feel like you're not good enough to be a coach, guess what? You're just going to sit there feeling that way and everyone's going to be like, Mm, I don't know about you. Like you don't seem like someone I want to hire. And then you're going to be like, see, I'm not good enough. But if you're no, it's true. Like your, your subconscious will always project to you, whatever it is that you believe. And like, I always teach this with manifestation. Like it's not your thoughts. It's not what you say. It is a little bit what you're say what you say, because your words do hold power, but it's of like, course what do you believe about yourself? Like, what is the, and you can't lie to yourself, right? Like your brain knows if you're lying. So like, what do you truly believe in yourself? Right. If you don't think you're going to be a good coach, like, all right, babe, throw in this hell now because it's never going to (laughs) happen. Exactly. And this is like the thing that's so crazy with manifestation is like, I always say it's like the, the path of least resistance, right. Is the thing that you believe the most. 
And so it's like, if you believe it's hard to make money, your experience will be that it's hard to make money. If you believe that it's hard to find clients that you love, it's going to be hard for you to find clients that you love because that's the, the, the least resistance where the energy can flow through to you, you know, because it's the most effortless belief. And, um, and the, when we say these things to ourselves, it's like, oh, but what you most believe is what's going to manifest for you. It's like, sometimes I feel like there's like resistance in people where it's just like, yeah, but I don't truly believe it's hard to find clients because I know there's an abundance, right? But it's almost like you sometimes just have to like face the shadow. You have to be like, okay, what is it actually? Like if I look at the ugly side right now, like what is actually coming up? I believe I can't find clients. I believe that it's hard to make money. I believe I suck. And then it's like, oh, okay. So here's all the beliefs plastered out in front of me. Now, how are they showing up in my life and how can I transmute them? Yeah. But you have to like, look at them. You have to be like, okay, what is it? Because I think sometimes with manifestation, I'm like ultra positive, like all in that vibe. So I've obviously been through my like trying to positive my way through hardship before, which didn't serve me. But I've um, like really like noticed that people who are in this space, it is often like, oh, but I don't want to think about like those negative things. I don't want to believe that I believe that. But it's like, if you don't allow yourself to see that it's there, then you're not going to be able to do anything about it. And then from there, it's just like, well, what would I rather believe? Like you get to choose honey. Like, cool. I want to believe that I'm abundant and these things are amazing. Okay. Awesome. So every time you notice the opposite belief come up, then switch it, transmute it. And just be like, if I really believe this, how would I show up in my business today? If I really believed I could be a successful coach, like what would I, how would I show up on, on Facebook? Well, maybe I would do a Facebook live. Well, that sounds scary. Well, of course. Duh. (laughs) Like, what do you expect? (laughs) Yeah, no, I love this so much. Can I share with your audience an exercise that I have my clients do? So I have them do this usually for either 21 days, it kind of depends, but usually at least 21 days um, where every day in their journal, they have to write down their limiting beliefs, like whatever's coming to them. And then they write their new truths like right after. And then they have to say their new truths in the mirror, like looking their souls in the eye. And I found like that so powerful. And again, it's like that easy switch. It's that new choice, right? Because these limiting beliefs show up all the, all the time, you know, like they're constantly showing up at every new level they showed up. They just like showed up for me in such a big way. And then I was like, I did the work. I felt what I needed to feel. Like that's like a huge thing too. Like there's there's kind of like this idea where if you do think positive, like you'll just get what you want. And that's not necessarily true. Like I truly believe, and I've seen it in my own life, um, that when we honor our feelings and our emotions and we just allow ourselves to sit there for a second and like, I mean, I'm not saying like wallow and like, you know, like totally like go to a cave and like shut everyone out, but like feel your emotions, like feel what's coming up for you and then recognize and notice like, what's the trigger there? Why is this pattern showing up? What needs to shift? What needs to change, right? Again, it comes back to awareness. If you're not aware of any of this, then you're just letting life like take you, right? And that's, again, it's like not serving you. It's not serving anyone. So this work that we do and like this healing and this awareness and like, you know, changing our beliefs and transmuting this energy, like it's not just for us. Mm -hmm. As we change, as we grow, as we heal ourselves and as we transmute our own energy, like that's sending out a vibration to the planet, right? That's consciousness is like sending out that positive vibration, 
that little up level to the rest of the planet so that, Mm -hmm. you know, others heal and others begin to shift their awareness and their Mm -hmm. consciousness. It's not about you. Like, this is not just about like, like that's such an ego way of looking at it. Like, oh, well, if I do this, then I'll make $10,000 this month or $20,000 this month. Like, but babe, what's the big picture? Like, what is it that you're actually, how are you actually wanting to change this planet and change the vibration and like, um, bring like light into this energy? Like we're in such Mm -hmm. like a, like, I don't like to feel into the fear. Like, I feel like there's a lot of fear in the world right now. So I don't necessarily like, like to drive that because I feel like the more we speak about it, the more it goes out. But I do believe that right now, especially with our children that we're raising, um, they're the deep healers. They're, mm-hmm. they're being sent here to really like help us raise the consciousness and to heal the damage that's been done. Mm-hmm. Um, so it starts with us. It starts with us being like, okay, I've been chosen to be a mother for very specific reason. Mm-hmm. And it's not just to like get, have a kid that goes to Harvard and like is a doctor. Like, no, it's so much deeper than that. Like mm-hmm. it's so, so much deeper than that. Mm, I love that. And I agree with everything that you just said. So it was like kind of a tangent, but I I loved it. It was just that was again, it's like not me. There's energy coming. Oh, yeah. Through, you know. Oh, yes. I know. Someone needed to hear that. (laughs) I loved it. I, and I agree with all those things. It's like, I don't know. There was like a lot. So I won't recap on all of it, but like the positivity thing, like all of that is so important. The emotions thing. No, I did have something to say about that feeling the emotion. That's right. Like, that's what I found as well is that the more compassion that we have for ourselves and we understand feeling an emotion that is quote unquote negative, even though I don't think there's actually a negative emotion, there's, I think all of our emotions serve us. I believe that sometimes it feels bad, but it's not bad itself. You know what I mean? Like we might feel sad, which is bad, but sadness itself can transmute itself into so many beautiful things in our life as well. You know, like if I think back to some of the times that I've been the saddest, in my life, if I've been the most fearful, like those things have all built a positive equivalent in my life, right? Like all of those things served a purpose in my life. So there's like beauty in this polarity, there's beauty in all of it, but there's nothing negative about it, but it's what we choose to do in that with that, that really determines it. Like what you said, like, don't go in a cave and just wallow and just be like, poor me, but you're still allowed to feel the emotion, but then you get to choose what you do from that point. Like you get to choose, you allow yourself to feel sad if something sad happened. Like, um, recently, like I had a client leave and I just like, like, I love my client so much. And it's like, it was all like, we fit, we've been working together for a year. It's fine. Like whatever. But I just felt sad because I love her so much. I'm just going to miss talking to her every single week. So I just like, let myself be sad about it for a minute, but I didn't let it define anything. I didn't let it define that I'm not a good enough coach for her anymore. Or that, um, now because I'm sad, I'm bad because I'm not emotionally intelligent. Like I didn't make it mean anything. I was just like, cool. I'm sad for a minute. Now I'm just going to go continue to be a badass. Like it's fine. Yeah. And it's like this morning, like you're allowed to like mourn relationships that end or that a little bit. And like, you will find this, like, um, there's this period after giving birth, you have this little newborn baby and like you begin deeply to mourn the life that you used to live. Like, and that's not to say that you don't want to be a mother. It's not to say you don't love your baby, but it's like, allow yourself that permission. Like I had a doula who came and helped me after I gave birth. 
And that's what she said. She, cause I looked at her, I was like, I feel really sad. Like I just like miss not having a baby on me all the time. Is that terrible? I remember saying that and she was just like, no, like it's just a mourning process. Like you're mourning this old life and like, that's totally okay. You know, now I can't even like imagine what life was before I had a child because she's my new normal, you know, and it shifts and it changes. But so many of us are like afraid of that shift or like afraid of that change because it is really uncomfortable in the moment. It is really like uneasy. Um, but like you said, like beauty comes from it. Like you're not always going to be sad. You're not always going to feel uncomfortable. Um, there's mm-hmm. like a transition. I will say to that uncomfortable thing, like if you're too comfortable, then you need to start feeling uncomfortable. <laughs> like you oh, need yeah. to start creating some discomfort in your life and start leading into fear maybe a little bit. And yeah, yeah. I definitely agree with that point. Yeah. That's where the growth happens, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's so funny because I see this a lot um, where it's like the highlight reel, you know, like back to like the social media conversation, but like, it's very much like the highlight reel a lot of times on social media. I think there's a lot of influencers right now that are shifting that dynamic and they're beginning to share the hard stuff. Um, but it's like, you always have to understand like it takes time. Like even like starting your own business, like there's such a transition. There's such like this like uneasiness to it of like, how is this going to work out? Like where are the clients going to come from? Where's like, how am I going to make this work? You know? And like, there's, you find yourself in those moments. Like you really find your truth in those moments. Um, so if there's someone out there where you're just like, I haven't been uncomfortable in quite some time. Like, where are you stopping yourself from being uncomfortable? And why are you so afraid of like letting that live out in your life? You know, Mm -hmm. because beauty is going to come from it. I truly, Mm -hmm. truly believe that. It's like with emotion because like uncomfortable, like being uncomfortable is usually attached to some sort of emotion as well. Like, I guess it could, was an emotion too, maybe, I don't know. But um, it's like, people aren't afraid of feeling emotion if they know the outcome. Like this is why we watch sappy movies or scary movies, right? Mm. As long as we know that we're fine in the end, then we'll watch it. That's so interesting. Yeah. And so it's like, we don't mind being shit scared in a horror movie or like crying our eyes out in a rom-com. Like that's fine, but we know it's going to end. And then we know it's going to be like a nice to look back on. Oh, that was a good movie. But when it comes to our life, it's like we have this fear that it's going to last forever, that we're going to make a decision and it's going to make us uncomfortable and it's always going to feel scary or it's going to put us in a position that's going to make us feel more fear. But everything is temporary. Like it's if if we could trust that our soul does know the outcome and that's why we're being led towards these things, then we could have that same kind of um, excitement rather than fear about decisions as well. Yeah. Always teach my client like everything runs on cycles, especially like as women, like we're constantly running on these cycles and like, so nothing's stag- stag- stagnant. There we go. Nothing's stagnant in the universe. Nothing like the universe doesn't just like stop. It's constantly moving. There's like always motion happening. There's always movement happening. And like, that's exactly what emotions are. It's energy and motion. So yeah. that's why it's so important to allow yourself to like feel what you need to feel. Like I was told from a young age, like I was a super emotional child. Now I completely understand why, because 
I'm an emotional authority and I'm a Gemini and I have a moon in Scorpio and I have like other very emotional planets in my chart, but I'm just like, like, but now I just feel it. And it's so funny because this happened on Sunday. Like I just felt very depleted because Elliot like has been needing me so much. And, um, I served a lot. Like I had a lot of client sessions and I was just like giving, 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 giving. And on Sunday night, like I just hit like this wall and I just felt like so defeated. And prior to this work that I've been doing, you know, this self-healing work, I would have had a lot of shame, a lot of guilt, a lot of doubt because I was just like, I just want to turn on, what is it called? Like daddy's home. I think it's with um, Will Ferrell. It's oh, just yeah. like a funny, like silly movie. And I was just like, I just want to laugh and like put on a funny movie and just like fall asleep. Mm-hmm. But like before it's like, where's the, like, I would have had shame around that or guilt or been like, mm-hmm. I have to do more. Like I'm not deserving of this. And I was just mm-hmm. like, and then I woke up yesterday, like the next day after I allowed myself that space to feel and then like, you know, watch the movie or whatever. I woke up and I like had so much energy. Like I was totally in that manifesting generator energy. And like I was creating and serving and making sales, like while playing with my baby, like receiving PayPal being pings and I was just like oh my gosh like this is what it is like it's just like Mm -hmm. it's like this constant like movement of like the ebbs and the flows and allowing that to live out in your life like we're supposed to experience contrast in this life yeah that's why we came to human form is to experience all the emotions the whole spectrum you know yeah and um that's exactly what I said then before when I was like you know like have compassion for yourself because if you're just like oh I need to feel guilty because I'm, I'm going to watch Netflix rather than like do some soul journaling meditation, whatever. It's just like, honestly, you're also here to experience a material world. Like it's fine. Yes. No, exactly. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. But oh my gosh, we could talk forever about all of this stuff. <laughs> it's been so much fun. And if people do want to like continue this conversation, remember you can always hop in my Facebook group, Abundant Babes, a home for the visionary. And we can like chat all about this. You'll see a post for this episode and, or, or just create your own post as well. And we can keep chatting about this. Or if you have like requests of extra stuff to talk about regarding any of this stuff, um, please do that. But where can they also get in touch with you, Lauren, and get into your space? Yeah. So I have a private Facebook community too. It's called Quantum Power with Lauren Megan. Um, And every Tuesday I go live and do a free training, usually about one or all of these topics. (laughs) But um, honestly, you can just head over to my website, www.laurenmegan.com. And I just released a podcast about a month ago. So it's called Unapologetically Divine. And in there, again, I dive deep into all this stuff. But it's really about like creating a spiritual practice that works for you because I believe that it's what feels best for you. There's no right and wrong way you get to do what your soul calls you to do. So it's really about trusting yourself on this journey that you're on. So Mm -hmm. go check it out. Rate and review it. Yes. (laughs) Also rate and review my podcast. Yes. Five stars only, please. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been so much fun. Thank you. Thank you. It's been such a pleasure and I just love your energy. So thank you. Thank you so much. And for those of you listening, thank you for being here. It's always, always amazing knowing that you're here getting value from this. And I know you could be anywhere in the world right now and you're here. So thank you. I love you for that. And 
I hope that you got the value from this. I can't wait to start more conversation around these topics and I'll see you all again on the next episode of the podcast. Bye.